and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Carly Chatfield Mueller. Mueller? Like... Like Bueller? <laughs> like the politician? No, like, <laughs> like the fictional boyfriend I wrote about for my princess character. Oh, of course. How could we forget? Uh, he has that classic <laughs> reference that we all know and completely understand. <laughs> also, Shelly, I guess the special counsel guy is Mueller, but I didn't know that until I watched yeah. it on CNN oh, or something really? like that. Oh, really? I yeah. thought it was like Mueller. Like, every time I read it, that's how I read it in my mind. Totally. So did I. Robert Mueller. Uh, but, uh, Carly, thank you for, for clearing that up for our guests, because obviously <laughs> we knew it, so our audience just needed a little help. But obviously <laughs> we knew it. Um, welcome, girls. Hello. I feel like I've just seen you. I know, but it's been, like, <laughs> almost a whole week since everyone's been gone. <sighs> Uh, Chatfield HQ is so empty. <laughs> uh, now all five Chatfield girls saw each other in the two during the two weeks that I was in California at Chatfield HQ, uh, but we were not all together at the same time, and that is too bad because wouldn't it have been great if we could have taken a promotional picture? It <laughs> <laughs> sure would have been great. That's so true. <laughs> Holly's always hustling, hustling. Oh, always hustling. <laughs> uh, but I thought it might be fun to do a little recap of our favorite moments of uh, the Chatfield girls descending on Chatfield HQ. I I think I know what my my one shining moment is, but I just want all of you guys to think about your one shining moment. All right. Okay. Because oh I think, think it's all the same. I, I think my one shining moment that I can't stop thinking about is honestly the restaurant Jane's Corn Dogs at Huntington Beach, California. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know we talk a big game about El Burrito, and we did eat a lot of El Burrito while we, we were sure all in did. Redlands. So good. Oh. <laughs> so much. But mm-hmm. uh, we went... Uh, for a couple days and stayed in a hotel in Santa Ana, had a great time. Uh, and Julie and mom went and did the Disney thing for a couple days. And Shelly and the kids and I went. We went and expanded our minds. We expanded our minds <laughs> at Exposition Park in downtown Overrated. Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, we also hit up downtown Disney, which is like the little shopping area just outside of Disneyland. And uh, and met Julie and mom there at, for lunch. It was really fun. But one of the things we also did was go to the Huntington Beach Pier. Uh, we visited Jack's Surf Shop, which was... Why? Why did we do that again? Because <laughs> you have a son named Jack. <laughs> I do. And, and mom is that's just... That's the main reason. Yeah, that's the that's 99.5% the reason we went. <laughs> I, and Jack was so nice and humored her and, like, took pictures with some, like, 
Jack paraphernalia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did buy some new sandals there, some Vans off-the-wall checkerboard sandals, which are pretty cool, but that was not my original intent. But the biggest surprise, the biggest happenstance at the Huntington Beach Pier was Jane's Corndogs. Shelly, would you describe to us how that all happened? Well, we were walking to the pier and some shops like down at the end of the pier or like, I guess the start, I don't know, <laughs> before you get out to the water, uh, <laughs> there was a place called Jane's Corndogs, like kind of just a little, look, looks like a little hole in the wall kind of thing. And Jet's like, oh, corndogs. I was like, well, we're not going to eat now, but we can see if other people are interested. And later mom was like, mm, did you guys see that corndog place? I was like, okay, cool. Let's do that. So we went in and everything looked delicious. <laughs> so we got a lot of different things for us all to share and try. Um, let's see, what did we get? Corn dogs. Yeah. Nachos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. A corn on the cob. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, French fries. Yeah. Yes. Lemonade. Yeah. Churros. Oh. And they were all winners. <laughs> yes. Every single thing we <laughs> ate was just about the most delicious version of that thing. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, that's <laughs> why true. I can't stop thinking about it. Because it wasn't just like, oh, this food is good. You know, like we ate a lot of good food while we were down in California. But that food was the gold medal food of that variety of food that I've had in a long time. I've been thinking <laughs> about those nachos like Literally almost every day since then because I'm just like, man, like I can, I can eat those nachos right now. <laughs> it's they been like two weeks. That they stood the chips on end and then poured the cheese over top so every chip had like full coverage. I know of they were cheese. nacho innovators. Oh, it was man. genius. And some of the nachos I had literally had sand in them thanks to my children. And yet <laughs> I, they were still so good. <laughs> So, Carly, we're sorry you had to miss out, but what was your favorite memory of when we were all in California? Um, once upon a time, we were at Pirates Dinner Adventure, uh-huh. uh, and um, I was sitting next to Lucy, next to Holly's daughter Lucy, nope. who is were six. You? No, you were you were sitting on the end, yeah, <laughs> next to me, strangers, then Lucy. <laughs> Oh, yes. And Lucy I just remember seven. it so vividly. It was like I was right next to seven. See, I know all the information about my <laughs> family. I uh, was being very loud at our lovely yellow pirate, uh, and his name was Antonio, because you cheer for who's on your team and you boo everybody else. Because it's a lot like at the medieval times, except with pirates. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So... Um, I was yelling real loud, and uh, Lucy decided to um, uh, follow my example, but in like a ten times better way than I had ever accomplished in my life. And she stood up on her chair, or like tall, and she put her arms back and like tightened every muscle in her kind of body. Like a Dragon Ball Z situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and she tightened every muscle in her body and she screamed from the very tip of her toes in a a volume which i did not know she was capable of antonio and it was hilarious it was beautiful (laughs) it was and 
I think I think that is a marquee memory for this trip. Julie, did you have another marquee memory? Um, the first thing that popped into my mind also is a Lucy story. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are quite a few. That girl is hilarious. She was just classic. Um, so Shelly and I walked to pick up Jet a couple of times from school and um Jacko and Lucy came with us and for some reason Shelly and I were talking about the love languages and <laughs> we were like I don't know like what's your love language I can't remember let's do the test and Lucy jumps in and tells us my love language is quality touch <laughs> and I could not get over how cute that was and how true I mean Touch, it's not enough. It's got to be quality touch. Well, the cool thing about <laughs> her, by the way, for those who don't know, The Five Love Languages is a like self-help book slash website where you can find out where you fit into this category of how you care to give and receive love. And when there is a version where kids can take it because the questions are just like, which would you prefer that your parents do for you? Like, uh-huh. it's about kind of parental love. And uh, Lucy, so across the five, Lucy scored almost exactly the same number across every single one. The top <laughs> one had one extra, and the bottom one had one fewer. And the top one was uh, uh, quality time, and the second uh-huh. one was physical touch. So And blend them together. Yeah. Quality touch. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That one... It's very and good. then she and I held hands um, while we were walking to jet school, and I was like, oh, I love holding your hand. And she was like, yeah, I'm really strong. Want to see? And then she <laughs> crushed my hand. <laughs> it's really impressive. A few days later, I was holding Lucy's hand, and I said, Lucy, I like to hold your hand. And with no forewarning, <laughs> she just crushed it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Why are you so strong? <laughs> Uh, well, (laughs) I'm not going to apologize. Lucy is who she is and your hands will heal eventually. Uh, (laughs) Shelly, what was your marquee moment? Your thing you will always remember about this trip of all of us descending upon you? Well, believe it or not, I'm having a really hard time choosing. I even gave you, I gave you a little hint, Shell. I know. (laughs) I just... It's just so hard for me um, because everything was so great and I loved it all. And so, unfortunately, I just can't choose, but I'll try really hard. <laughs> I think I think for me, one of the, the best days was Easter. I think partly because, like, you know, it was just we were doing all, like, a lot of the same traditions we did as kids, but, like, on the flip side – being the grown-ups. So that was really fun for me. Um, and like making the bunny cake and eating delicious food, realizing, oh my gosh, it's melting. It's crazy. <laughs> um, or helping the Easter Bunny, I should say. I said it wrong and I apologize. Um, but yeah, and then and then everyone just eating candy till, till it was time for bed. And, oh. 
<laughs> and then we took um, that candy to the hotel the next day. We did. And uh, like 90% of the candy consumed in those next few days was by adults. Absolutely. <laughs> I, think the, I think the kids barely <laughs> ate any. <laughs> there was so much candy. There was so much. It was insane. And so it all had an opportunity to be melted. Oh, all of it. Like some <laughs> of the candy was not even consumable after that because it was literally just like you'd unwrap it and it was falling apart because it had been <laughs> melted so bad. So, but uh, still delicious. And um, then you guys were, yeah, you guys were here for this when she bought that box, when Kelly bought a box of the uh, Cadbury cream eggs, like a animal and for her husband to enjoy and i'm just like that is gross like a box as in like one of those cardboard boxes yeah as in like like, there was like 25 eggs in it i think there was actually 36 eggs in there oh my gosh (laughs) so it was um um, really cool (laughs) and go them but man like after eating easter candy like all week i was like i can't i can't even fathom that that's so gross to me (laughs) (laughs) I could have done it. I bet I could have. <laughs> Ultimately, I think we all just had a real good time hanging out together, goofing off. And uh, you may, you, the Shelly gang, may hear some new inside jokes that we may have to explain. So, <laughs> yeah, there's there's been quite a few, I think, like being t- bandied about. Yeah. <laughs> over, over our text chat, etc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think I think finally we need to give the Shelly gang what they really want, which is Shelly's opinions. And we've uh, entertained them long enough with uh, silly stories, but now it's time it's time to get down to business. Shelly, would you like to know what the topic is for today? I would love it, except for I'm also nervous. I, I feel a bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I didn't open strong with making a decision. So this will be really great for me. <laughs> well, uh, the topic for today is scrapbooking. All right. I okay. know what that I is. I know what that is. <laughs> I do. I know what that is. I'm very aware. There's a lot in my life around me. So... <laughs> My non-Mormon friends call it the official sport of Mormons. Well, that is derogatory, and uh, I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I would say church basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I know I said I'm not here for it, but I am apparently here for scrapbooking because I will be doing the pro for scrapbooking. Julia will be doing the anti and Carly will be giving us her expert opinion on what she thinks you will choose. Are you ready, Shelly? Let's do this thing. All right. I'm going to open with this point. Two words. Marie Kondo. Okay, I know that name, and I know of the book, but I have not read her. Do you pronounce it that way? Or Kondo? I think it's con- Kondo? Kondo. Kondo. <laughs> we'll just throw all the pronunciations Channel in one. Channel your inner Japanese. Mari Go for it. Kondo. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I, hey, I tried to study Japanese last summer. And at least was able to make a few Japanese sounds. But and now you have That's one Japanese named 
um, stuffed animal. <laughs> yes. Uh, for my birthday while I was in California, my son Jack got me a panda, like kind of pillowy thing, and I decided to name him after my favorite Japanese character, K-Y-O, Kyo. And uh, I think Jet really had a good time with that, Shelly. Is that the case? Um, yes. And also, I think Lucy, like, as the weeks progressed with you owning that, it just kind of, like, kept morphing into, like, bigger and longer. And <laughs> she really put a lot of, a lot of great... Um, feeling into that as she does with everything <laughs> yes well Marie Kondo um, wrote the book the New York Times bestseller the life-changing magic of tidying up uh and Julie I think read it first of us and then she gave it the book okay. to our mom is that right Julie I recommended it to her got yes. it and then mom read it and then apparently dad read it and then, oh, really? yeah, and then I am now reading it, and I am almost done with it. And as I texted Julie earlier this week, Marie Kondo is blowing my <laughs> mind right now. Uh, because, and what does this have to do with scrapbooking? Well, let me tell you. Well, Marie Kondo says that to use the Kon Marie method, which is just her method, and... Uh, <laughs> She says that the way you know if you need to keep something rather than get rid of it is if it sparks joy in you when you hold it. Like, so her big thing is you have to hold everything you own. And as you're holding it, you have to decide if it sparks joy in you. Is that right, Julie? I haven't finished it. Maybe there's a big ending where it's like <laughs> so a surprise like, ending twist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everything had just you have to hold it all at once. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Shelly would really be out of luck then. I would I or you have to hold like all of one thing and you have to like sense which one is bringing you joy. Right? I think it's the third pair of socks from the left out of all of my pairs of socks. <laughs> but um no. So why what does this have to do with scrapbooking? Let me tell you. Is that scrapbooking is essentially about putting in one place or organizing things that spark joy in you. Often people will put in pictures in their scrapbooks, but quite literally scrapbooks can hold anything that is a memento, a scrap, if you will. And so you could, <laughs> I put in like movie tickets. I'm going to put in our park, some parking passes from our trip. Uh, so I can remember, cause that's the only like physical thing that we have from the beach is that parking pass that we bought and we should have saved a corn dog stick from jane's corn dogs <laughs> no i think someone literally ate them even the sticks were delicious <laughs> everything was great uh but but with that and i have some experience scrapbooking and when i go through my scrapbooks which is more often than i would have thought when i was originally creating them uh it sparks joy in me, and that is what I'm currently all about. Uh, so thank you, Julie. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mari Kondo. <laughs> and uh, Shelly, if, as if you need any other points uh, besides yeah, that. but That's I, true. Joy is the biggest point in yes. my life. Just uh, joy of things. <laughs> which... 
I have been playing the app Disney Emoji Blitz in the last couple of days, and I unlocked the emoji of fear from inside out. And uh, I'm so excited to send it to you and to scare you, Shelly. <laughs> I'm scared of fear. <laughs> that is the only thing I fear is fear itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, my next point is art is art is art is art. Okay. Scrapbooking Four is them. one way that someone can show their artistic vision. I, like I said, have some experience with scrapbooking, not only um, in a, a, a sense of like a hobby sense, but also in a professional sense. And I have seen so many people do so many amazing things with their scrapbooking um, to the point where it's almost just multimedia art rather than just, you know, uh, keeping memories. And I think that it is a good thing to make something, no matter what that is, except for a bomb. Um, <laughs> a 3D puzzle. Uh, oh. <laughs> If if you handcrafted a 3D puzzle, not put put it together, but if you handcrafted a 3D puzzle, I would respect you. Um, and oh, really? I'm trying to think of something else bad to make. Tuna casserole. Those three oh, no. things. No, I think tuna casserole is delicious. I brought that up to mom. I brought that up to mom and she was like, oh, that sounds really good. I might have to make it when Holly leaves. Yeah. I said. Except we'd have to wait for Holly to leave and my husband to leave (laughs) because that does not fly with him. Ruby asks... (laughs) Not all of us don't have a sense of smell, Julie. (laughs) I know. My my daughter Ruby asks for tuna casserole like every day for lunch. And every day I tell her, I'm not going to cook a whole tuna casserole (laughs) for lunch. (laughs) But you're like, but I like where your head's at, kid. (laughs) Exactly. Just the thought of this is making me want to throw up a little bit. So let's move on. Uh, Let's go back to art. So it may not be everyone's favorite kind of art. It may not be art that one could sell in a gallery, but it is a creation that does come from some sort of artistic vision. And I think that's important to mention and can be easily forgotten in the stereotypical uh, uh, pejorative way of talking about scrapbooking. I was going to say prerogative. (laughs) Everybody's talking all this scrap about me. Get it? Uh, yeah, yep. Why can't they just let me live? Spy. That's what I actually sing every time I scrapbook. You sing my prerogative? Yes. Because cool. I'm like, this is my prerogative to just be sitting here doing this thing. <laughs> and I do it equally good, Britney. Isn't that Britney Spears? I don't even know. Britney did do a cover of it originally, oh, Bobby good. Brown. Okay. Well, I know the Britney. Sorry. Bobby. (laughs) He probably doesn't care. Uh, Carly, do you care? About Bobby Brown? Nope. Perfect. (laughs) Thanks for the update. Here's my third point. (laughs) Scrapbooking is another way of composting. I know you really care a lot about the environment. And scraps go into composting. Julie, I think you even told me that there is a food scraps like can at your house. There is. Instead of a trash can. Participate. Ithaca is so fancy. Food scraps program. 
Right. Well, well, what if my scraps aren't food scraps? I know. Put them in a book. Scrapbook. Oh gosh. <laughs> so you're just like you're you're you know cutting a permission slip for your child. You accidentally get like a little scrap of paper off of there when you're cutting. And you're like, well, this has to go in a scrapbook somewhere now. <laughs> yeah, not all scrapbooking is for keeping memories. Some of it is just for saving the environment. And you know, I'm I'm for that. <laughs> Holly is so green. She just. <laughs> she just needs to make sure she can look at it and say to herself, bravo, Holly, you're saving the environment one scrap at a time. <laughs> hey, Earth, where's my gold medal and trophy? Come on. <laughs> you can just leave it by my scrapbook of my my green achievements. <laughs> uh, but my last point is you can trust me. I'm a scrapbook guru. I have been on TV with that title under my name. Oh, that's right. Yes. When I, the first time I really remember being in the scrapbook world was right after my husband and I got married and my sister-in-law was getting a job at the mall at this new scrapbook store called Archivers. And I didn't have a job and I needed one. And I was like, I'll just go with you. Like I can sell scrapbooks and stuff. Like I don't care. I don't know anything, but. I could do it. And then I became a store favorite employee. And even though I was really willing to learn, I was very incapable of doing creative and nice looking things. <laughs> that's not that is not your only scrapbooking job you've had though. You're right. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say is that okay. eventually everyone who was capable of making nice things uh wouldn't go on the local news shows and promote stuff on the local news shows so i being the uh, beautiful visage that i am and the winning personality got to go on <laughs> several local news shows and under the chiron under my name was scrapbook guru which i thought was very funny <laughs> it, that is they're like you know we don't know her level of scrapbook knowledge so we'll just say guru exactly and then this is just good then i started teaching classes at the store and uh not because i came up with the product it was it was already the kits were already made it was just a matter of teaching the people and so as long as my hands did not touch anything and i just used my words to inspire and instruct uh the people uh -huh. loved it and then <laughs> Through there, I met someone who was working at a scrapbook magazine, um, and she hired me from there, and I was on the editorial team of a couple of crafting magazines, and I really liked it a lot because, as I used to say, everyone else who worked there used to uh, work in color, and I would work in black and white because I was all about uh, copy editing and like typing and and creating instructions for things and I just really liked it a lot and eventually I didn't work there anymore because I had Jack and and now that's my work but I would like to say Shelly I think you should choose scrapbooking as a pro <laughs> because 
you need to take it from a pro, the scrapbook guru. Scrapbooking <laughs> <right>. is good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're now not just a scrapbook guru. You are the scrapbook guru. So Absolutely. Um, and if you were doing an infomercial right now, I would be 100% buying anything you were selling. I'd be like, yes, I love this no. right now. Thank you. Maybe that's, maybe that's my next job. Maybe after Jack and Lucy are out of the house and I'm an empty nester, I go into the infomercial industry. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, uh, I've spent a lot of time watching uh, infomercials and I can say um, that would be great for me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Julie... What do you have to say about scrapbooking, hmm? So much. <laughs> um, I don't know how Shelly feels about scrapbooking as a whole, but I think for her actually doing scrapbooking, I think she's going to be anti. And here's why. So many reasons. <laughs> okay. Just say them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just make a list and I'll just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, scrapbooking, it takes a lot of supplies. If you're going to do it, quote, right, it's going to take a lot of supplies. And Holly knows, and our mom also used to work at a scrapbooking store, so she knows. A different knows one. <laughs> a different one. People can come into a scrapbooking store and drop hundreds of dollars yeah. on stuff to make scrapbooks. Yes. And that blows my mind. Uh-huh. It's so expensive. There are so many little fiddly bits that you can get. Like, what are some good examples? Like, Can that be my new favorite word? <laughs> fiddly, fiddly bits. bits. <laughs> Julie, I would say if you are a stereotypical Utah scrapbooker, you get... Stickers, letter stickers, uh, all like all five different kinds of paper. There's print paper. There's uh, there's cardstock paper. Cardstock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're getting punches. You're getting rubber um, stamps. You're rubber getting stamps. embossing Crickets. powder. Yes, yes, you're getting that's a thing. So Cricket. many ribbons. Distressing. And- is yeah. there like a special distressing thing? Uh huh. That's, that's a thing. Yes. Or what about what is do. it when you like when you like take a little hammery thing and you like pound it onto the paper with like little metal filings? Embossing? No, no uh, that's not right. No, it's called not rivets, not rivets, not trivets. <laughs> it's coming <laughs> well, to me. Divots. <laughs> trivets. Uh, no, it's rivets. Okay. Rivets. Yeah. Thank the you. First thing you said. <laughs> I said, I think I said rubbits first with a U. <laughs> I like rubbits. Um, so there are so many supplies, and that can really be expensive. Um, also, it, it takes up space in your home because uh, I know if you're, like, super into scrapbooking, you have a whole room reserved for all your supplies, all your finished scrapbooks, and you've got your workstation that uh, – you know, might be piled high with things that you need. Yeah. To, to <laughs> Could <scrap>. be piled <laughs> with all those things we listed, especially rabbits. <laughs> so many rabbits. Especially, and the trivets. Trivets. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> um, so it's, it takes money, it takes space, it also takes time. Uh-huh. It's very time consuming to get your pictures printed. 
and then try to dress them up and make these elaborate books that are just going to sit on your shelf. And you might look at them every once in a while, but if I'm going to spend time and effort making something, I'm going to like hang it on my wall and be like, Yo, everyone, look at this. Is that what you do with all of the food that you make? Because that's my number one thing about making food is I'm like, this food will be gone. I'll never see this food again. And so. That's why you got to Instagram it, yo. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That, Shelly, thank you for that advice because I'm sure you use it all the time. I'm sure I'm always on Instagram. You know me. <laughs> um, Julie's showing off your accomplishments. I am. I just Whether love to show off. Or anything else. <laughs> I just love to show off. Um, also, Julie, tell me about what you think, how, how successful you would be at scrapbooking with all the little bits and bobs with three small children. Oh my gosh. I hadn't <laughs> even thought of that. Oh, that's nightmarish. Uh, <laughs> Carly, do you think that you and Antonio the pirate would make a good scrapbooking pair? Um, I think we'd be too busy to scrapbook. We just it wouldn't be high on our priorities. He was the sword yeah. master, so he'd be really good at cutting. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he wouldn't even need a cricket. You could just throw a piece of paper in the air and like he'd, oh. he'd do whatever you <laughs> like want. Zorro style. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> Especially if you were making just a Zorro scrapbook, like just a bunch of papers with Z's in them. <laughs> Every single page does <laughs> the same thing in different colors. <laughs> um, my last point is that I am I I would consider myself a creative person. I really like to make things. I mm-hmm. really like doing art. But for me myself, I am not good at scrapbook <laughs> it, it takes a very specific aesthetic that i just cannot achieve it is not my medium and i've tried like when holly worked at archivers i think i went to one of your little classes holly probably um, i like i said like the people loved me couldn't get enough of me <laughs> i don't know but why if all the if all the if the kit hadn't been prepared and then Having somebody say, put this here, now put this here, now put this here. I, uh-huh. It would not have gone well. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's just like I'm not, I'm not a collage kind of person. I'm more uh-huh. like paints and, and drawing and sketching. You know, you know how I can be. <laughs> you, need, uh, you need to be more free. The, the kind of having to put pictures and stuff in just really ties you down in a way you don't like. It's true. <laughs> And if your picture, if your picture needs so much dressing up, maybe you ha- don't have good enough memories to cherish. So, if you're oh, dang. Scrap- so your life is so someone's life may be too boring to scrapbook. That's no, no, no. If somebody's life is so boring, they need scrapbooking. Whoa! Oh, dang! Shots Whoa. fired. That's a slam. So if I choose yes, you're just slamming me right now. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, to to that point, well, part of the reason that a lot of my scrapbooking endeavors while I was working at Archivers were not well received was because my all of my pages were really punk rock. Like I'd put the picture and then I'd put like a big like journaling block and like write a bunch of stuff about it and then like I don't know like throw some glitter on it and then but 
like black glitter. Like it was like, (laughs) it was not the stereotypical aesthetic and the people just couldn't understand my art. Yeah, I'm sure. What pictures were you putting onto those kind of pages? Oh, uh, just every picture like that I had. (laughs) Uh, That that was during Holly's emo phase. So everything had to be black. Her dark period. No, it's just that, like, honestly, it was more just like I was not really interested in the dressing up of the thing. I was more interested in creating a... Um, a visual representation of my memory. So a lot of that was just a, a, a fairly plain setup. And then, like I said, like a big journaling block so I could like remember the date, remember what happened, remember a cute little story about it, and then be done with it. So yours was more practical slash modern art. And the, and people were just <laughs> wanting all the... The all fruit, the, fruit. All the fussy little... Yeah. Yeah. But but I think mine like was a step above like uh like a literal like piece of construction paper with a picture on it. Like I think it was artful, <laughs> artfully done, just not like overly done. So So yours was art, just the wrong art for for the audience you had. <laughs> just like all of my art. <laughs> for every audience. Oh. Your kids appreciate your lunch. Your kids art, love it. I art. do too. Oh yeah, I for when my kids are in the first grade, every day I write them a lunch note that has a picture of their choice of theme. So for Jack when he was in the first grade, I drew a Pokemon every day. Um a different Pokemon every day. And for Lucy, she wanted puppies and kitties. And so I've been <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so I'm almost done and then I'll never draw again. <laughs> After June 2nd. Uh, but no, yes, there, you're right. There is some, I have been well-received in some circles. The, the circles are small, like with small people, small, small. <laughs> uh, can I tell one art story really quick? Sure. Yes. Sorry. So like a long time ago, like I think Jack was in like preschool age, he and Lucy got really into me drawing things. Uh-huh. And that was really where my drawing phase began. And I would spend, like, a couple of hours, like, very carefully, um, not tracing, but, like, looking at a picture and then, cult, like, drawing it and whatever. And one of my... I, do you guys remember this time of my life? I do. I do because yes. I think I w- was getting I texts mm-hmm. ma- many times each week with like, look what I drew. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them, like the more I did it, the better I got. I think I got pretty good at the height of my talent. But yeah, no, you. they were always very, very well done. I always knew exactly what I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but uh, again, all of them were copies. Uh, it wasn't, the, no original material was done. But... One the one of the ones that I was the most proud of was it on an eight and a half by eleven, like almost the entire page, uh, the evil queen from Snow White as the witch. Ooh, nice! Uh-huh. And she was like hunched Ooh. over in her robes and her scraggly hair and her crazy nose and oh, like the so Jack had asked me to draw that and I'm like awesome. So I I really really worked really hard and I got it and. I gave it to Jack. Said, "Here you go." And he said, "I thank you so much. I love it." And then got went and got a butter knife from 
the kitchen and stabbed it right in the heart. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a picture of him hold like holding the paper on this knife, but with the picture like facing me. (laughs) And he's just like, I'll have to find this picture to post it because like such a boss. It was the funniest thing he's ever done and also the meanest thing he's ever done to me. <laughs> he just needed to get it out of his system. He just was feeling the your desire. Witch, your witch was just too good. Too Jack realistic. Knows what to do when he sees yeah. uh. <laughs> Anyways, he's uh Carly coming off of a story like that. I I think we just need some guidance. We just need someone to tell us where we are. And I think you're that person. What do you think Shelly's going to think about scrapbooking? So, um, before I go there, I would like to point out that your art was appreciated far before that because of the pirate pig mug. Um, Holly made. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Holly's quite the sculptor, everybody. Yeah, I took a ceramics (laughs) class in high school, and we were supposed to make mugs. And I was like, I know. I'm going to make mine into a pirate pig. And it exists (laughs) to this day. I still have it. So. And it is still amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I really enjoy that pirate pig. You're welcome. Um, So um, I feel like Shelly has used scrapbooking skills. In her theater days. and um, Can you please explain that? Because I'm not sure what you're talking about. (laughs) Cutting, (laughs) gluing, (laughs) painting, glitter. I'm I'm trying to think like like how one uses scrapbooking skills in the theater. (laughs) Okay, maybe this is just my memory again. But like... Because, like, when you direct, you have to know, like, what color goes with what, and then you also have to make promotional material, and that requires skills I don't have, but scrapbookers do have, and <laughs> that's why my show ended up being brown and brown. For a children's show? And brown. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, Carly. I don't know if you remember, but my silly version of Goldilocks and the Three Bears was literally every neon color that has ever existed. You see, I did that exact show. Yeah, yeah. If you remember, I did that exact show, and I was like, we need to do this, and we need to do this, because I was essentially just trying to copy you, because I have no original ideas. And um, and then uh, SG was like, Carly, cabins are brown. They're not pink. And I was like, okay, thank you for that information. Mrs. Soda Gonzalez <laughs> was, our, was your uh, theater teacher, but she wasn't mine. I was already gone by then. Correct. So, mm-hmm. uh, so and she just wanted it to look. If she realistic. had said that to me, I would have said, "Hey, you know what? Forget it." And then I would have like thrown a <laughs> can of neon pink paint at her, and then oh, and then said, "Dream killer," and then run away. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wish Holly that we could actually place you back in those. Like, how you think you would have reacted and seen how you actually would have reacted, like, in that setting. Because I feel like you always think a lot bigger than you actually would do. Because I'm hoping you wouldn't um, almost kill a teacher with throwing a full can of paint at them. If a teacher came up to me for a children's theater festival show that I was directing and said, cabins are brown... I think I probably would have laughed and been like, 
so what? <laughs> well, okay, that I can see. <laughs> and then thrown the can of pink paint and then okay. run away and sit <laughs> Well, well, uh, I, I understand now. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I forgot Thanks that Thanks for part. fleshing that out a little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah now, I can, now I can see it. <laughs> so the point is scrapbooking skills theater um and and, uh um as far as holly being unbiased because of her guru status i think that that is where she should be not trusted because uh she's biased so (laughs) so So the scrapbooking is what made her famous. So she's still yeah. secretly making money <laughs> off of scrapbooking. So she's just trying to encourage uh, a wide variety of people to just start. She, she's getting money right, under she's the table from promoting. the scrapbook. From big scrapbooking. Holly gets a cut. Holly gets a cut of all the product, the, the money from products people buy. Yeah. Holly's secretly a quadrillion, you know. <laughs> And I would spend every single last cent at Jane's corn dogs. Oh my gosh. Did you imagine how much food you could get there? That'd be crazy. Feed the world. Make it a better place for you and for me. Could you imagine if you went around the world and were like, here you go, person. Here's a corn dog and some nachos. I think that'd be a culture shock to uh, a few people. I want the entire world to have diarrhea. <laughs> worth it. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry, Carly. I derailed you a little bit there. So, um, <clears throat> the point is that I think Shelley's actual opinion will be scrapbooking is nice for other people. Because you can do it, but you don't have to do it. And um, I think her opinion should be Julia's right about everything. What? Okay, yeah. so, That's so not I nice. Use, I use scrapbooking <laughs> skills all the time, but I'm going to pick Julie. <laughs> Is that basically <laughs> the gist of it? <laughs> Carly, thank you for sharing your expert opinion with us. But now we turn to the MVP of this podcast, the most volatile podcaster, Shelly Allison. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you said that too sweetly. Say it more. I want another line read, but like more volatile. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know how I can say two words volatile. <laughs> like, I don't know how I can make those explode. <laughs> That's me. Ah! Oh, very good. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I like my How first. Of you. <laughs> I like my first word, one better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I feel like I'm on like an '80s TV show. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's volatile with Shelly Allison. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. <laughs> so, Shelly, what do you think about scrapbooking? Um, so my opinion is, uh, all right. So in my life, there are so many questions and answers that somehow seem wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 
I just had to say it because it was there in my mind. All right. Um, <laughs> but in my life, I, I have all had a lot of exposure to scrapbooking um, because uh, our mom did work at a scrapbooking store for how long? Like seven years, I think. Um, really? And it, yeah, I think it was it was mostly while I was gone because actually I went to that scrapbooking store to try and get a job like after high school, but it was just going to be for a few months before I went to college. And they were like, oh, we want someone more long-term than that. Mom's like, cool, I'll go apply. And she got the job. <laughs> so um, you're welcome, Mom. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, so that and like people – around a scrapbook a lot and then I got married to my husband Rick and his mom is like queen of scrapbooking of the world <laughs> she scrapbooks outranking all... Holly <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> sorry she, I mean Holly's still the guru she can teach the people but Cindy's I'm like, just oh. I'm like her Rasputin <laughs> oh god <laughs> teach, uh, scrapbooking Rasputin that's my new <laughs> Chiron. <laughs> um, but but my mother-in-law, Cindy, scrapbooks, um, she gives each of her grandchildren a scrapbook each year for their birthdays with the memories of them being together throughout the year before. Um, and then she gives each of her children a scrapbook each birthday, um, catching up from like years of growing up. So starting as a baby and then kind of doing, you know, a one or one and a half or two years at a time. And then she does scrapbooks also each family reunion <laughs> for oh family goodness. history. Um so and she she is out there on the streets <laughs> just working hard all the time <laughs> scrapbooking. Um and she has like a special cabinet made for scrapbooking. She has special shelves made for scrapbooking. She's got a lot of the gear, but also she's a lot more actually like Holly in that she's a very practical scrapbooker because she also basically does journaling in there. Like, I would venture to say that she's more practical than me. I don't see any black glitter anywhere on her scrapbooks. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's what? I don't think I've ever seen one piece of black glitter anywhere. <laughs> uh, but she – so she journals. So it's it's really more, you know, for, you know, like here is how your growing up was or here's what's happening in this picture, um, which for me is more of a scrapbook that I like because I'm like, I'm I'm not so good at taking pictures, and then I'm really not good at remembering what was happening in said picture. So it's nice to have someone else be like, "And here's what we did," and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> I'm so glad somebody else is out there doing that. <laughs> um, and uh, and for me, okay. So Holly's points. Does it bring me joy? No, <laughs> it does not. Because for me, scrapbooking, like Julie said, is very expensive. It's very time consuming and it takes up space. And I'm just not good at it. Like, like Julie, I, I can like look, I could have all the supplies around me. I would not know where to start and I would not know what looks good together. And then I would think I have something perfect in my head and I would do it. And I'm, then I'd probably like tear it up and throw it away because I'm so volatile and I go this is terrible I just spent 100 hours doing that and now I have to start from the beginning um, so uh, so it doesn't it doesn't bring me joy it frustrates me I like the finished product like if I could make it look cute and if I felt like you know this is really helping me remember 
stuff, then I think I would do it more. But um, really, all it does is make me go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Turn even more volatile than you already are. It already sets off my hair trigger. (laughs) I just can't. I don't want to invite that into my life. Um, Because art is art is art is art is true. I have seen some gorgeous scrapbooks. There were um, women who worked with our mom at the scrapbook store she worked at who could make things that were honestly stunning. And if I could do that, or even let's say like my version of that, not nearly as good, (laughs) I would feel accomplished. But all I do is look at it and go, this could be better. (laughs) This could have been different. (laughs) Or why did I do this? (laughs) 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 What was I thinking? Um, And and Holly, I do love and trust you. (laughs) Good. Um, but now that your title is Scrapbook Rasputin, I think my trust level <laughs> is going down by the minute. Uh, what if I tra- change it to Scrapbooking Grand Vizier or Vizier? Jafar. Uh, Grand Vizier. Then, yes. <laughs> okay. Grand Vizier. Uh, I feel like those are a very equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> so but if if but now i'm just imagining jafar at the end of that movie like he's trapped in his lamp and all he's doing is scrapbooking <laughs> <laughs> so, so now so now i like that a little bit spending ten thousand years scrapbooking yes i'm into that <laughs> yeah um but so so people who can do it bravo I and I love going into like a scrapbooking store and looking around, going, "Oh my gosh, this is all so adorable and cute, and I love it all." I wouldn't know what to do with it, and I don't want to buy it for a hundred thousand dollars. But I sure, <laughs> it sure is nice to look at, and I'm sh- I hope someone someday is very happy with that purchase. But it's not going to be me. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe if I had more patience, if I wasn't such a hair trigger, uh, if I. If I was just constantly just flying off the handle, <laughs> um, and if I if I felt like I could, you know, do it, then I would do it more. But I also really bad at just taking pictures and remembering things. <laughs> so my scrapbook would be like, well, here's a page of something that I think I half remember, and there's a picture, but there's nobody in it because I'm really bad at taking pictures with humans in it and not just like a beautiful <laughs> tree or a beautiful building or something. Like that. <laughs> then I, I think I would do more scrapbooking. Holly and I once went on a trip to Chicago, and I think I have people in like five of all of the pictures I took. I think the rest is like buildings and hills and stuff whereas all of my pictures that i've ever taken on trips or anything like that i'm like demanding strangers get in that's how much i want people in pictures i'm like you you look nice yeah so it's just it's just not for me sorry everybody down there sorry holly that you're not going to get your cut from my purchases (laughs) Dang dang it i guess i will have to start those infomercials then but i am also i'm also going to say that Julie slamming the people who scrapbook by saying if they need to scrapbook, then their lives are not exciting (laughs) enough. I don't defend that. (laughs) I don't stand on her side um, because there's too many people I'm directly related to who could possibly hear this someday and would not enjoy that. (laughs) Uh, I was just trying to make a point. I don't actually feel that in my heart. (laughs) Scrapbooking, it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, good for you, not for me. I'm yeah. not going to scrapbook. 
<laughs> and in the spirit of uh, full disclosure, because Julie just did hers, I don't actually use mine for composting. I just thought it would be a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> if we're You're all, right. all going to lay it out on the table, then I'm actually not that volatile. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so people know that. That was also a joke. <laughs> I like that we're just explaining here at the end what was and was not a joke. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag real talk. Uh, Carly, are you... <laughs> Married to a Mueller. No. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Hashtag real talk. So our, so our podcast is either full of jokes or full of lies. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, I think, on that note of fiction, I think it would be best if we moved on to our segment, Writer's Room. And for this writer's room, we are going to be uh, brainstorming ideas for the next big creation coming out of uh, Ithaca, New York. And that is (laughs) Julie's husband's Corbin's. (laughs) Her husband's husband's Corbin. (laughs) He has his own. album upcoming album of kids songs so julie do you kind of want to want to explain the origin story of this yes so corbin loves to play the guitar and he's very musical and very great and very handsome and wonderful and and one of so he'll he'll pull out his guitar of an evening and play it (laughs) and um one time he started writing this very silly song for the kids that uh is very nonsensical and just fun and um he kind of took that and ran with it and um has let the kids help him write songs so like theo is a lyric machine my (laughs) six-year-old will come up with the greatest (laughs) songs and um so corbin will will take his ideas and write them into songs and while i was in california they just put it into hyper gear and hyperdrive gear mode. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they were pumping out songs and they are all so good and so funny. And I can see Corbin right now making eye contact with him. We love your songs. <laughs> and, and, and they are quite popular, not only with children, but with also the grownups. The grownups are also just loving. Them. Okay, I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. So, one of the songs is called <laughs> Lava Tiger. And it's very cute and clever. And Julie was teaching it's it to my... It's more of a ballad. <laughs> Excuse me. A heartwarming ballad about uh, a lava tiger. And Julie had taught it to my kids, I think, when they went on a walk or something like that. And they came back and were singing this song. And it bothered me it not bothered me like it annoyed me but that is because julie knows a lot of songs by a lot of like weird kid artists um i think i think as a teacher you learned a lot didn't you julie like in teaching school um i did some teaching school like the friction song that's a good one 
That's the one, main one I learned. But um, mostly it's been since I've been a mom and just picking up CDs here and there. And so when I heard my kids singing it, I thought it was just one that Julie had gotten off of YouTube, taught it to my kids. And I was like, oh, come on. They'd been singing it for like several days before I learned that Corbin wrote it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess me saying, I hate this song out loud has been super rude. And I didn't know. <laughs> and then. Because also the children only knew the chorus. So they were just singing like one or two lines like over and over again. Yeah. It wasn't the whole beautiful um, ballad. <laughs> and then we, Julie did play an MP3 for us. And I do really like it now. So. Uh, that was just my confession. Hashtag real talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I sing the fishy shark song regularly. I'm just gonna let you know. Yes, it's there a good one. Are <laughs> so many good ones. Holly Holly's son Jacko inspired even more lyrics for that song. Ooh. So what I think we should uh, bat around for a few minutes is what would be some good topics that Corbin could write some more kid songs about. Uh, best friends. Well, <laughs> like that. Wait, that's, that's Carly. Friends. Talk best louder. Friends. Best friends. Best friends. Best friends. Uh, what What is a characteristic about these best friends that would be good for a kids song? Um, they. Uh, maybe they're both named uh, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> My Corbin's Corbin. <laughs> I just thought of something that is gross, <laughs> but maybe a yeah. kid would love. A booger in one nostril befriending a booger in the other nostril, and they don't ever see each other. They just talk to each other. <laughs> That's a best friend song right yeah. there. <laughs> uh, booger buddies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so I think... That is a great one. Next, I think we sh maybe Corbin could write. He's done a lot of like animal work, including lava tiger and fishy, 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 and uh, a dragon. In fact, uh -huh. I think they've all been animal songs. Uh, is punch an animal song? What? Punch? Is no, punch? punch is punch is more of a zombie song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh -oh. <laughs> And it's very funky. So it's really get that funk. Uh, okay, so we already have a zombie song. I think we should go away from animals for a little bit. What else do kids like? What do they love? Like maybe uh, like playground Julie? equipment? Julie's candy. Kids. Julie's kids love candy. I know, robots. I was thinking candy. Okay. Why is Ooh, there not a robots. why is there not a song about like a robot coming to like take over a town or like <laughs> something like that? <laughs> I feel like that would be a great a song, like unexpected twist so at the end. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe I could see a robot song happening. You know what? Yeah. I'd like to combine the two. What about candy <laughs> robots? <laughs> oh. Battling candy like? robots. Oh, dang. Oh, my gosh. They're battling. He should make... Sorry, I just got the most brilliant idea ever. He should make a... Uh, uh, Molecular Remix. <laughs> okay. <gasps> that, Carly, is such a deep, let's, deep let's do some cut. callback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take 10 minutes of explanation just so, to, like, get there. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and summarize as quickly as possible. So 
One of the classic toys that we had growing up was the Fisher Price uh, tape recorder. Mr. Microphone. Mr. Mike microphone and Carly uh, being the creative soul that she is made a radio show um, that was like a, a, a throwback. It was a radio drama. Yes, a, really. a throwback it radio was, drama. It was a noir. Really was. <laughs> yes, like a noir about a detective. Um, and a, a detective whose main uh, case was who stole the molecular? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the answer was revealed in episode one. <laughs> two, two, episode two. <laughs> but but it did. So so I mean, every episode was pure gold and just great. But the theme song was really um, catchy. Uh, it was an earworm. <laughs> and it was really long. Yes, we would sing it now, except it would literally take, I don't know, another 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, part of the reason it was long was there was a lot of improvisation within the song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm now thinking, why have we not found the tape of that that I'm sure is somewhere in this house? It got recorded over. Oh, it got recorded over. We did find it and it got recorded over. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Julie, I've written down uh, booger BFFs, <laughs> candy robot invaders, <laughs> and uh-huh. molecular remix. We need one more idea for Corbin. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. Um, yeah, c- kids wouldn't love a love song. So we shouldn't do that unless it's like about something like between letters or something like that. You know, like kids, kids love letters. Never well, like, stop loving letters. Well, the alphabet. <laughs> hello. I do know a song called "Love Those Letters." Oh my That's gosh! Good. Well, not kids love letters. Letters. A letter loves another letter. Love song. <laughs> okay, I hate where this is going. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what else do kids just love? Okay. Minecraft. I, but I don't think he could get the rights. I, I would like maybe maybe a, a, a like a country song about um about a a um muscly yet kind yellow pirate named Antonio. <laughs> Does it have to be country? Could it be like reggae or something? Uh, well, I was just thinking uh, because something of like unexpected. the storytelling aspect of country music, kind of like That's a Davy true. Crockett. Life would be so tragic. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so that's an idea. But what what can we stick on that the kids will love? I thought you were gonna go the abandoned cowgirl uh, toy route when you started with country song. <laughs> Kids love like, crying like on Toy Story too. <laughs> yes, that song is the saddest song ever. <laughs> nope, nope. The one How about a that crayon Mama Jumbo sings drawing is coming to life. A crayon, crayon drawing that come- comes to life. Mm-hmm. That actually might scare children. Like, oh no, if I draw a picture, it could come for me. <laughs> I think that unless it's like a happy scary. friend. Yeah, it's a nice. No, happy I friend. think I think well, it should be more in like a horror 
kind of vein. Like, Leo does draw a lot of villains. Adam like, Sandler. The villain, the villain he's most into drawing right now is like a robot with a cage torso that has like snakes inside. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. So so take some inspiration from some old Theo drawings and there could be like a villain party. Like it could be like Ooh, a yeah. party mash like a monster song. mash. And yeah. <laughs> Okay. Julie, do you think that Corbin would be willing to do one or all of these uh, ideas? I think I think he could take some into consideration. <laughs> or just mix them all up into one just grand <laughs> epic tale. <laughs> the never-ending story, but in a song. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> his magnum opus. <laughs> His Corbin's, <laughs> his Corbin's Corbin will have to help him write that. <laughs> well, I would say this has been a very productive session of the writer's room. And we, Chatfield Girls, want to thank you, the Shelly Gang, for listening to another episode of Shelly Has Opinions. And I think, Shelly, you were not rusty. You are pure golds. You are California golds. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I think that if the people are just wanting more of your mellifluous tones, they should go to ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y hasopinions.com and there they can find all of our episodes they can find pictures of Shelly they can find pictures of Julie pictures of Carly pictures of Kelly and pictures of but me but not scrapbook pictures yeah and then print them out and then put them in their own girl scrapbook <laughs> Shelly that's going in the merch girl store brand scrapbook and then, yeah. then send one to scrapbook. me because I'll never make my own <laughs> <laughs> And they're, they will all be black and white. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so uh, there you can also uh, contact us. Through, uh, there you can also contact us through our contact page, uh, our email address, our Facebook, all of our social media is there. And it would be so great if you could share your favorite episode with a friend, with a family member, with an enemy, with Shelly, because she probably needs some help remembering what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it feels like the first time. <laughs> yes, I, I should start scrapbooking all of our podcast episodes memento style so I can... <laughs> Remember. <laughs> but how how do you put an MP3 into a scrapbook? Um, I will do this. I will do a visual story version. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to draw photos. <laughs> Storyboard. <of> my own. <laughs> Ooh. Storyboard it. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shelly, we're gonna let you get started on that. So <laughs> thank well, you. Well, goodbye forever. <laughs> I love you. And goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I love you. Bye forever. Bye, Shelly. I'll miss you. you. Goodbye. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?